Hi, I'm your host, Anthony Giorgio, and you're listening to another episode of QT, Queer Teen Podcast, encouraging the next generation of queer youth from across the world to stand up for what's right. episode, I was very fortunate to sit down with some really cool people inside of queer culture in New Orleans with all this fabulous artwork and the history behind New Orleans LGBTQ community. Looking at art that I've collected over the last 40 years. It's it's a, so, a lot. It's queer artists. Yes, mm-hmm. and many of, uh, m- mostly from New Orleans. It's great. And there's some other pieces in here also. I love but it. It's a lot of stuff, and then I also collect posters, and here's all of that. These are so fascinating, and some and these art pieces of art. Just yeah. So much. Yeah. I wish everybody could see this. I can't remember now how I got all this. Apparently, I did. You did. Do you know any of now what the the paintings and stuff? Do you know those artists from here yeah. or from yeah. all over wherever yeah. they're from? I, I know them all. Um, that's a good friend of mine, Brad Davis, right there with the three faces. Wow. And below that's Michael, another good friend. So it's just people I know, mm-hmm. basically. And, I, and stuff that I've run across, flea markets and where. When did you start your journey through specifically queer artists or just happened to become queer? Uh, no, I, I, I guess I'm generated toward figurative art. So okay. I would call it figurative. Mm-hmm. And um, I started um, in the 70s. 1975 or so. All right. And you've been here since. You've been here since then. No, I. I, I have a. Used to have a bookstore mm-hmm. that I put it in. Right. At 600 Frenchman mm-hmm. Fab, and uh, the, the store's still there, but all, all the art's in here to be sold. Right. So pick up a piece before you leave. It's good. It's a good segue. Um, Well, explain. I mean, some of these, I wish everybody could see them. Like this, particularly, these are amazing. Yeah, yeah. She's. uh, I don't even understand what that is. I can't even. From Atlanta, and she did these in a studio right near here, actually. Okay. And then I just happened to be walking by one day, and I found them. I love them. What's your... Um, this is without oil. It's the, the... Ah, okay. It's the ink without the oil. Right. What happens to be your... Um, well, there's so much of it. This is kind of fun for me to say, but who do you often um, go back to throughout the years with your well, art? Well, I, I knew and respected this artist, uh, George Giroux. Mm-hmm. So I collected some of his work. There's another piece over there. 
and like to hang out with him. So great. He would be my favorite. He was quite a character. Yeah. He hung out with Maplethorpe here in New Orleans. Uh huh. Who's Ma- the, what, what's that? Uh, Robert Maplethorpe is a famous artist, nude artist. Okay. Queer. Great. Yeah, I walked over. Well, you have a lovely porn old porn porn oh, collection God. on VHSs. People, VHSs. That's yeah. the thing you put inside a machine. All kinds of old stuff. Yeah, but I, I mean, it's like <laughs> even these random. You know, people yeah. record things off the TV. Oh yeah. Uh, when you could do that. Um, this is a photograph I took on my front porch. Oh wow! What was he laying on? Uh, it's a couch with a fabric. How old is that photo? Oh, gosh, that's 80s. Okay. And I just put it in this wood frame I had. Can I ask you? Yeah. So, Otis, when you you were the proprietor, there was two other proprietors before you. They were... Yeah. Alan? Robert? uh, Alan... Um, I'm sorry, I'm having a Tom Horner. Tom Horner and Alan um, Robinson. And then you came in. Right. Um, And how did the transformation, if you don't mind me asking questions. Yeah, Yeah, no, this is it. Uh, How did, um, you know, the bookstore, you know, over the years transform, you know, you know, it started out hardcore in 1978. Gay bookstore. Yeah. And then when you picked it up in 2005, I think, what was that like? What was happening there? It was, it was, um, f- uh, David is, uh, has an organized spirit. So he, when he came in, he organized everything and My kind of got person. It neat. But I used to just pile on <laughs> stuff, yeah. just at random. Right. And people would have to look through to find things. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I would buy from the street people would come by or from artists that I knew or art I would go to gallery shows or whatever and buy the art. What was it like though having a gay bookshop? Oh. In nineteen what did you say? Wait, I think two thousand five. Two thousand five. But you said I, it was gay in seventy eight? Yeah, yeah. Right after the Stonewall riots. Wow. And it was started by a reverend. Yeah. That is, I thought you said that. I just didn't know if you said that. I was yeah. like, a reverend started a gay bookshop. Yeah. Hey, Tom listen. Morgan. Welcome to he New Orleans. Was, he was quite a guy. Well, it's, it's just like everything else in New Orleans. You get started with something and it grows. You know? Right. And uh, they, at that time, you couldn't buy gay books. Sure. Feminist books on other books shelves in stores right so it was started to give an outlet to those authors it seems i mean i, I don't know i don't necessarily know the queer community around new Orleans. can yeah. you explain it a little bit because when i was driving here down the one street there's gay pride flags like yeah. everywhere yeah obviously gay owned businesses it seems are welcoming and yeah. um i've been to a few bars yeah. Uh, a few gay bars. There's a lot, but a few gay bars specifically. There's not yeah. a lot of those. Um, what's it like? I mean, 
essentially. Well, it's greatly reduced from the 70s particularly. Reduced, interesting. Yeah, there was much more going on. Mm-hmm. And um, everything has changed, obviously, over time, but there was the French Quarter, the back end of the French Quarter at one time was like gay Mecca. And you'd walk down the street and meet That's people. And it was quite a spot. When you, when you say the, you said the back of the French Quarter? Yeah, I meant uh, the half of the quarter on the other side of Canal Street. Okay. Uh, behind the first half. If you just see right. it now. What was the what was because the stone so because so, the Stonewall riots happened right and yeah. when those happened what did some place like this or how did they react to that were happening because that's you know mostly it was because of the police brutality yeah yeah that was a big issue and uh, we had in those days we used to march and go out and sort of testify about mm-hmm. why we thought something was wrong or whatever. Yeah. So we were doing a lot of that. And that was the days of ACT UP and other organizations. It's, uh, first of all, it's my first time in New Orleans. And uh, I don't particularly appreciate Bourbon Street because this is not my yeah, scene. I know. Um, <laughs> but as we further, further we got down, it, uh, we, that's when we found Oz and the yeah. gay clubs down there. Yeah. And then last night we were here and I love it over here. I oh, can't yeah. get enough of it over here yeah. with all the first jazz. great. And then um, we happened to stumble upon the bookshop, which is oh, great. Okay. Um, and then we were at um, the other night. We were at uh, Mace. That's where they do the um, drag diva show. Oh. Um, um, Cross from the Phoenix, basically. Yeah, I, that's what I call it. Cross from the Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. I forgot the name of it. But yeah, was, so that was been our experience thus far. Um, my husband and my friends that are all here and stuff. And uh, I, I love it. I love it. I love New Orleans. Yesterday was a little different. I went to uh, um, Baton Rouge. Oh, yeah. That's a lot different. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice there, though. It's I just went a to school there. Oh, LSU? LSU is a pretty huge, interesting oasis in Baton uh-huh. Rouge. Yeah. It's uh, all of a sudden just comes the rest of Baton Rouge is LSU, I yeah. swear. Yeah. It's so big there. And then um, there's a couple of gay bars there. Yeah. Um, but it's an interesting town in that it's, you know, it's pretty, it's very clean, it's very nice, it's very set up properly, yeah. uh, according, you know. Um, so my, it's been, the, that's why I'm so glad I found this, because I didn't know anything about the queer culture here. Oh, okay. I mean, this is cool, because all those books back there, yeah. I wish everybody could see it, tons and tons and tons of yeah. queer books, queer, yeah. queer authors and whoever else yeah. wrote. There's a <clears throat> need to collect, my need to collect overcame me. I really started buying books. And if, if you could remember one story through all the years, specifically oh inside of the shop, that just blew your mind of a, <laughs> in a situation, well, good or bad. There was a, a, a minister hmm. who uh, used to preach out front of the uh, shop and preach against queers and all that kind of stuff. Sure. And he never would come inside, you know. But he would stand on the corner and with a megaphone and draw these crowds. That was, that's one thing I remember about Frenchmen being 
sort of really different. Well, the funny thing is he was drawing crowds to you, so it's kind of nice. Yeah. You're like, well, come on the shop. Who cares? Yeah. Thanks for coming over and listening. Because people are also just curious. Yeah, we have brass bands now that play outside. Uh-huh. And they do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just a magical place yeah. as far as I'm concerned with Good. all of that. Uh, and then being in a space like this, knowing that you've kept so many. Too much. Think. <laughs> I, I mean, I... I'm not a specific uh, collector of a lot of things, but I do collect specific things, and I appreciate it because yeah. I just, I mean, for me, I'm, I'm also a balanced, but I'm a Libra, so I have to be very oh. balanced in what I do, and so nothing can be overdone, yeah. in, my, in my mind anyways. Um, but yeah, so that man would come by. Cool. And now, if everyone could see the space, it's completely different, correct? Like... Yeah, um, no, it's flip. much upgraded, 100%. Yeah. It looks like a normal shop where you can get around. When I was proprietor, all of this was in there, so it was like wall-to-wall books. Yeah, and, and, and there was more stuff, you said, so. Yeah. Yeah, and you just dug it out. All of this was in there? Oh, yeah. Was it hanging, or did yeah. you just have it in, like, oh, um... Oh, yeah. The walls, and you could like move, yeah. yeah. And then you, you're sometimes you step on the feet, and you walk through. Now, whose job was it to uh, write it all down, like to stop putting it on paper? Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> all of it, huh? She photographed everything and inventory. Oh, sure. Do these people even know that you have some of their artwork still? Like, how oh, long yeah. has this been in, in your possession? Oh, yeah. No, it's been a long time in many cases, but I'm friends with a lot of these people. Actually. Right. So, I mean, I see them occasionally, and they know. Many of them I've probably forgotten, I would assume. Most have forgotten. And then... Right, they're like, oh, I... A number of all died or, you know, passed on or moved mm-hmm. or changed places. Yeah. How long has this been um, being worked on? Uh, well, it was in storage for about a year. A year. I've been in storage for a year. We took it out past month. Wow. And uh, we're just slowly getting it out to the public um, on a you know, basis. Yeah. Um, That's cool. And, uh, so a lot of it is, um, you know, academics and universities are interested in archiving some of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, to to be with whoever you want to be, uh, in most places, not all. Um, so it's a reminder of what it was like, you know, and um, and uh, exclusive. And, uh, it is. There's something to say about that. I mean, that's why you know, gay bars were created, and yeah, it is a whole thing with New Orleans too, with the bachelorette parties yeah. and that stuff happening, and there's been articles written on it yeah. and like disturbing. A kind of, you know, a nice, safe place. Uh, so it's uh, the balancing act is an interesting yeah. to experience yeah. here. That's what we experienced the other night at the yeah. drag show because it was me and my gay friends, my men, male friends, and um, non binary friends. And then the rest of the entire place, mostly, was bachelorette parties yeah. with 
colorful wigs yeah. and penis necklaces and, <laughs> and but that's their that's who they get in there and the show was great everybody had a good time nobody was a jerk or anything um, but looking at art from a while ago and seeing what they had to do to get their self expression yes. through is this is yeah. sexy first of all and yes. very just kind of intoxicating to like go through the journey of any of these things yeah, that were painted exactly. on the wall um, exactly they all have a story yeah it's cool. I mean, for even because your photo itself was from the eighties. Yeah. And then I don't know how far some of these even would go back. Well, that seems that like goes way back. Yeah. That was uh, done by the task force. And, uh, What's the task force? Like, uh, uh, we have a task force, but I don't know if it's the same thing. It's it's a gay and lesbian. Uh, now, HIV related. Okay. Organization. Yeah. They used to do art shows and things of that nature. It's cool. It says, whatever you do, mask for Mardi Gras. Yeah. But the thing is, it's a man yeah. putting a condom on his penis. Exactly. So, be safe, people. Yeah, that's George. I think that was done. Oh, you know that person? The artist or the person that's putting the, the condom? The artist. Oh, okay. He passed away, but he was a very good friend of mine. He used to come hang out at the bookstore. He loved it. Just hanging out. Even this piece right here. That yeah, that's there. him too. Oh, okay. That's really cool. It looks... Well, it's, it's talking about Mardi Gras. 79. Yeah, that was... Uh, he used to make a poster every year for every Mardi Gras. So, that was that poster. He would just do it himself. Does New Orleans... They don't have a pride, do they? have a pride? Yeah. They do have, have a pride. pride. Okay. Because there's a Mardi Gras, there's pride, and then... Uh, the debutante, Southern Deaconess, yeah. Southern mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm surprised I actually don't see any Southern Deaconess stuff in here, unless it is in here and I'm just not looking. Well, not specific. We do have some posters. Uh-huh. But I'm sure there's stuff. There's a great documentary about that whole... That yeah, whole, it mean, was to well done. Yeah. I just watched another documentary called um, A Tuba in Cuba. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's all about the history of where the actual music and all of it comes from and they go to Cuba oh. and they you know they go back and they you see it like it's basically New Orleans and Cuba yeah right? okay it's really neat well I am glad I got to step well, in good. here and like just see all of this because honestly I don't really think there's a lot of places like this that I can no. personally think of there's a places that people do queer queer art and do all that just yeah. the, but nothing from yesteryear yeah this was the 80s, 70s, and 80s mm -hmm. when there was a lot around, particularly in New York. But those days have gone. <laughs> and just one more story because I keep looking at it okay. over and over. What is the story behind that? What, the piece of me? The painting. That's you, right? Yeah. That was an artist who used to sit on the front porch of the shop, mm -hmm. the corner, and he did that to me while I was just hanging out and gave it to me. He did that whole thing while just hanging out? Yeah. It's really big, well, folks. he had a studio, too. <laughs> yeah, of course. But he was a friend of Dell's. He just did that and gave it to you. That is the nicest yeah. thing ever. Yeah, it was wow. nice. That's so cool. If you could say one thing to uh, anyone, specifically because most of my listeners are queer youth, what would you tell them about stuff like this and art? Well, the importance of it, really. 
I think you need to be aware that people are creative and they're going to do things that are either attractive or obnoxious. <laughs> yeah. And you just need to absorb that as you go through life and uh, hang on to it. Buy some art. Mm-hmm. Get get involved. I see your local artist people. Buy a local yeah. artist. Yeah. Exactly. Cool. So, for more information on how to find this queer artist location, you can visit the Frenchman Art and Books on 600 Frenchman Street in New Orleans, Louisiana, or go to fabnola.com. Hope you enjoyed a little piece of history. I'm your host, Anthony Giorgio, and thank you for listening to another episode of QT, Queer Teen Podcast. Encouraging the next generation of queer youth from across the world to stand up for what's right. And remember, listen, learn, love.